Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. Good morning, everyone, or maybe it's afternoon or evening. Who knows? It's <laughs> the thing with podcasts. You can never tell when folks are listening, but we're really glad that you're here. I'm Jeremiah Isley. This is Board Games Daily. And before we go any further, I just want to take a moment and recognize what today is. It's 9-11. It's September 11th, 2023. 22 years ago is when the World Trade Center attacks happened and... It's hard to believe it's been that long, but uh, we just wanted to take a moment and remember the lives that were lost and, of course, the heroes that rushed in to try to save as many folks as they possibly could on that stunningly tragic day. So I know this, I know the the events of that day reached, the the effect of that reached worldwide, and uh, we are forever grateful for the folks who rushed in to try to help. With that said, we do have a full regular show for you today. We're going to launch a new game night cage fight. We'll hear about that in a little bit. And we're also going to start a new topic for the week and discuss cooperative games. So if you have anything you want to chime in on any of these topics, let us know who you think is going to win our cage fight, which will be announced very shortly. You can always do that by reaching out on social media. We're on uh, Twitter or X, uh, Instagram or Facebook at Theology of Games. You can also email us, theologyofgames at gmail.com. We're going to get on with the show. Again, this is Board Games Daily. We're powered by Theology of Games, and we're super happy that you're here listening to us. Thanks. Hey everyone, Jeremiah back here. I'm going to bring you this week's topic, which is cooperative games. So I'm going to break this little segment into two segments, and I'm going to talk just about cooperative games in general, and then I'm going to talk about like one of my all-time favorite cooperative games. So cooperative games, like I actually really, really, really like cooperative games. I'm a very competitive person. So like, obviously I love all kinds of board games, you know, two player head to head, you know, team games. Like to me, like Captain Sonar is almost like dual cooperative games. Like there's two, like if you have the full eight players, you got these two teams of four. So like the team has to cooperate and like there's teamwork that's involved which I think is like one of my favorite parts about cooperative games is like that teamwork aspect. I love people kind of playing a role and fitting in and finding ways to help the team and help accomplish a goal. And it it doesn't have to be like one person like just slugging it out and doing the whole thing themselves, right? And I think that's the thing with some of the popular cooperative games that I actually don't like is like it's real easy to quarterback 
there was it, I, I don't know. I just I think quarterbacking really kind of hinders what cooperative games are supposed to be. There's actually a game called Commissioned uh, by I believe it's Funhill Games, who might be out of business now, but it's a cooperative game, and there are decisions that have to be made by certain people, like at the same time with their eyes closed. So you can't like go by somebody else's you know influence or what like i just thought that was a really cool me- mechanic because like it's just this mechanism to sort of eliminate quarterbacking so i think here's here's i'm gonna we're halfway through i'm gonna get to my my favorite i guess my top cooperative game and it literally i talked about this a few weeks ago when we did the cape the uh, lord of the rings game night cage fight and it's the living the card game the LCG from Fantasy Flight, The Lord of the Rings. Uh, wow. Here's the thing. It's not like your standard like pandemic, like everybody does this same sort of stuff. And maybe they have like a little bit of a special ability that allows them to do something twice or better than somebody else. This, like you customize each player's deck to do specific things or have specific strengths, like if it's fighting or uh, healing or, you know, whatever it is. And every time you play a different adventure, like it's somebody else's turn to like be in that spotlight and everybody else to support them. And, you know, sometimes it's two people and they both do really the things that need to be done really well. It's just so good. It's so good because it allows so much individual play. You can't tell people what cards you have and you just really hope that somebody can pick you up if you do something daring and dangerous. It's really, really great. I love that game. I need to get it on the table more, like very much more. So anyway, let me know what you like about cooperative games. Maybe you don't like them. Maybe you have a top one, maybe you don't. Let's hear what you have to say about this topic. You know how to find us. Get out there on social media at Theology of Games and let's hear what you got to say. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back with more. Hey there, everybody. AJ here. And I want to weigh in on the topic because I love cooperative games. I love a good cooperative game that doesn't have a quarterback that's just telling everybody what to do. And um, I played several of them. There's some good party ones. There's some good, more in-depth ones. And one of my favorites, one of my all-time favorites is the Lord of the Rings LCG Uh And I just, I've had a blast because you have your own deck and you can make your own decisions uh, within your deck. You can talk a little bit about what you have in your hands and players can help you decide what to do, but ultimately you decide what you need to do on your turn. It's a great game. Unfortunately, I don't get a chance to play it anymore. It's not one that hits the table. It takes a little bit too long and you want to play it with probably the same game group every time you play it. So that's not going to be my all-time favorite right now. My all-time favorite is one that I still play on a regular basis. It's been dubbed Fantasy Pandemic, but it is not Pandemic. There's some differences, but it's called Defenders of the Realm by Eagle Griffin Games. It came out, I believe, in the same year that Pandemic did, and it is a really cool game where you've got uh, some dudes on a map. You've got your own 
uh, hero on the map who's got a special ability and you're going to be trying to take out these four different generals who are trying desperately to get into Monarch City, which is in the center. If any of those generals reaches Monarch City, game over. If there's more than five minions in Monarch City at the end of a round, game over. If you uh, run out of these tainted crystals that are ruining the land, there's 12 of them. If all 12 of those are on the board, game over. So there's lots of lose conditions, but there's only one win condition. And the win condition is that you kill all four generals. Uh, just like in Pandemic, once you kill one of the generals, it makes it really easy to clear out the, that general's minions with like, you can clear out all the minions in a location in, in one fell swoop, uh, which is really cool. But I like it because it's in the it's in a fantasy world, and it has this like 1980s fantasy vibe, kind of like uh, like Wheel of Time or uh, gosh, I'm I'm trying to think of something else right now that's just in that good fantasy kind of gives you that artwork that's kind of I don't know I just have there's a nostalgia about it for me, but um, <clears throat> I'm just thinking this comic book artwork kind of stuff. But anyways. Um, so I really, really like the theme. I really like that the characters are so diverse and do so many different things. I've got the dragon expansion for it where you can just play with these four terrorizing dragons that are coming after you and they're super hard to destroy. In that uh, expansion, it gives you many different scenarios. The minions will have different abilities and ways that you have to kill them and fight them. Um, and it's all done through card play, uh, where you're trying to gather a certain number of cards that'll tell you how many dice you can roll against a general. If you team up and you're in the same area fighting a general, you can combine cards. It's a really, really, really good game. I still have a ton of fun playing it and I love putting it on the table because it's absolutely beautiful and the game still has legs. They just they just uh, re-up the board and re-up some of the cards and they did a couple more expansions just within the last year. Um, so if you haven't checked out Defenders of the Realm yet, it's worth a try and it's different enough from Pandemic that I think you're really gonna enjoy it, especially if you like a fantasy theme. That's Defenders of the Realm. It's my favorite co-op game. Uh, so let's wait to hear what the rest of the guys say this week about theirs. All right, that's it for now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for this week's Game Night Cage Fight. And in this corner, two games enter and one game leaves. Who wins? You decide. Vote on this week's cage fight by going to Twitter at Board Games Daily. Or call in 216-352-3864. Hey everyone, Firestone here with Board Games Daily, powered by Theology of Games. And I'm introducing this week's Game Night Cage Fight. Tonight it's 2 Heavyweights. It was the incredibly influential Code Names, published by Czech Games Edition, designed by Vlada Švatel. Probably butchered that name. And uh, it's a great word game. You know it, I know it, and it changed so many things, and it's great. Also great, which is why this is a great cage fight, 
is Decrypto. This is published by Aiello and Mass Scorpion. It was designed by Thomas huh, de Guinness, de Guinness, l'espérance? I don't know. French guy who designed Decrypto, and it's also great. It's what makes for a great cage fight. So we want to know which one for you wins the cage fight. Let us know. You can reach out to us on Facebook, on X, on Instagram, on this, whatever you're listening to this podcast on. Hit us up on the socials. Tell us which one wins the cage fight for you. Codenames are Decrypto. We will talk to you later, and we'll let you know Friday who won the fight. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games Daily is powered by TheologyofGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyofGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.